Hi. Hi. <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah. Hi, 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 hi. Welcome hi, everyone hi, hi. to uh, this episode of Squidcast. I'm Kelly. I'm Brittany. And, and I'm eating uh, chicken nuggets. She's eating, listen, <laughs> it's like almost, un. what's that called? It's like uh, unusual cruelty, like to be eating chicken <laughs> I'm nuggets. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, Greg and I had chicken nuggies the last time we went to Bancroft when we drove up. And it was so good. We were like, uh, they're uh, so good. They're so greasy. And <laughs> I mean, they're disgusting. terrible. You would never want them. They're disgusting. <laughs> they're awful. But I love them so much. Anyway, we're going to, what are we going to talk about today? Season two, episode 16. The of- Boneless Bride in the River. And if you are currently eating, I suggest you put away your food for a little bit. <laughs> if you're squeamish like Brittany, maybe you want to yeah. not like listen to the details we're going to go over here, but um, we oh can catch God. up a little bit maybe as we go. Okay, sure. Um, I'll just we check in. You can tell me about the last body of water you were close to as we talk about the body found in the river. The last body of water I was close to was, oh, you're going to make me sad now. It was so, I'm so nice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've Listen, been dying to hear about your trip. Brittany, this is very cool because it's the first time we're going to be releasing an episode so close to the time that we record it. So it's like yeah. actually au courant, current, like breaking news that all this information is coming out about us but Brittany is like in tax hell as the accountant of the year she's in tax hell when does it end when does it end in exactly one week so april 30th technically but may 1st is the final deadline but the cra the canada revenue agency is currently on strike Oh my so, god. Oh my god. So are they gonna get mad at you if you don't submit, but then they're they're not gonna friggin' do the taxes? That's the question. Because right now the CRA is saying no extension, no extension. But I think that they'll have to extend the deadline if the strike goes on for like even a couple more days. So we'll see. But I've actually already done almost all my returns, which is actually great. Yeah. Um because we try not to be doing do you know how many returns you do Do so like what's the number i think within our firm we do 700 right myself i had 120 on my list this year right too many but i mean not too many yeah but corporate's a pain in the ass man it takes longer yeah, I like the personal stuff because I can knock off so many. Oh my god, just go blah, blah, blah. especially people yeah. who just have like a paycheck and they're not doing anything funny. Exactly. Like, Greg's are <laughs> so easy because he just has pay- same job, paycheck. It's all the same, and every yeah. year you just look at what you did last year, and exactly. I have to pay more for my pay- tax returns to be done because they're so complicated. Yeah, but I'm not doing are. it's because I don't make any money. It's like oh, he's always trying to like find ways for me to like not have to pay so much, but. <laughs> <laughs> whatever well 
Yeah, the second there's like rental property or like self-employed income, then it gets a little bit more complicated. But for people that just have like investments, yeah, T4, like it's yeah. pretty simple. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I'm almost there, almost there. And so because of it, Kelly and I have not recorded in a little while. Honey, we have not seen each other recorded nothing no. for the longest time. We do it's text. crazy. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. We're in touch. We're in touch. Don't worry. And I had the chance <laughs> while Brittany was in corporate accounting tax hell <laughs> i had a chance to go away on vacation which i think i talked about like the last episode that was released i was like we were both yearning for a vacation we're like i want a vacation oh yeah and then we talked about like where our partners would surprise us to take us away and stuff yeah and uh we ended up going to a little caribbean island called guadalupe and it was absolutely life-changing amazing i can't wait to go back greg was like screw costa rica we're gonna go back to guadalupe like it's absolutely i just can't get over how amazing it was it was amazing really yeah no from all the videos and pictures and stuff i was living vicariously through you i was like (laughs) yes i'm in the caribbean today (laughs) it's warm here sunny Seriously, people were like, Kelly's videos are so great. Like I was just like, every day I did a video of every day we were down there. So I do like a mashup of all the stuff we did every day. And it was like, it was pretty cool. It's like kind of amazing for me too, to look back at it and go, wow, we did a lot of stuff, you know, and it was really gorgeous. And I mean, you can't help, like, it's so picturesque, like you can't. Oh, literally gorgeous. Not a bad picture anywhere. Even like a bag of garbage on the side of the road was exotic. (laughs) Oh, look, an animal. (laughs) (laughs) But then in the background, it's like a beautiful sunset. Oh, my God. (laughs) The gorgeous water. Palm (laughs) trees, sunset, water. We were in the water every single day. It was so unique, so fantastic. And it was just, I've never been anywhere like it. That's amazing. Yeah. That That was your first time going there? Yes, I was a little okay. weird. I was like, like, oh, I was worried because I've never been yeah. there and I wasn't sure. And then I was trying to let go of that and just try to be open to having a new experience. And it ended up being like, like I said, life changing, life changing, life changing. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. Like I, I look, pictures will show up on my TV because it's attached to my Google photos and it just shows okay. up and Greg and I were like, oh, oh, look at that. It's so beautiful. <laughs> So when are you going again? I don't know. Like maybe next year. Cause it was just like, cause we, we know where to go and we, we can find places to stay. It's not that yeah. hard. It's not that hard. Did you guys make any friends while you were down there? Like anyone um, you would stay in touch with? That's a good question. I mean, we stayed at Airbnbs and stuff, but there's one particular place we stayed at that was not an Airbnb. Well, it is, but it isn't. Like we got it through another Airbnb we were staying at when we first got there. This woman said, oh, I have a friend in this part of the island. You know, maybe you can stay there. So we called her and it was sort of off the books kind of thing. And I just paid her cash and it was fine. Okay. Yeah. But she, her name is Suzelle and her husband's name was Alain and they were both like retired African Guadalupans who spend six months in Guadalupe and six months in Paris every year and they have this beautiful house. Oh and my God, that's the life. they're the most chill vibes, very cool Guadalupians, like amazing people, so charming and friendly and like nice and i was so happy to have met them for sure they love greg of course like greg is like the king of guadalupe right now (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like he gets along with everyone wherever, wherever he goes. So annoying. <laughs> it's like Mark. And I'm sitting there like, can we not socialize? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're so friendly, Brittany. I'm not. <laughs> I'm friendly, but at the same time on the inside, a lot of times I'm like, this is exhausting being social. <laughs> it is. It's so exhausting. I, I spent the whole weekend, just this weekend, doing this mini course. It's called um, Investigative Techniques. It's a part of the private investigators course that I'm going to be taking at the end of May. So cool. And it was all these people that already have their PI licenses. So it was kind of a little advanced, but it was exhausting, exhausting to uh, just be attentive for that long it was like so hard how many hours was it two zoom meetings in a row oh it was 10 to 3 saturday and sunday so oh my god hours that's hard especially sitting at a computer well there's breaks but only 10 minutes and then half an hour for lunch it's not enough time for me to make my lunch you know no well, because you make good lunches. There's people yeah. over there. They're having cereal. That's they forgot exactly to buy milk. what I thought. I was like, <laughs> these people aren't eating whole food. They're not having avocado toast no. with butter and tomato and <laughs> Italian seasoning and olive oil. And like, you know, they're not Definitely doing all that not. shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm going to have cereal for lunch. Oh, you shit. I forgot to buy milk. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Exactly. It's tiring. So that's why I took a power nap before we Good. met today. Okay. But um, otherwise, you're surviving. You're going to get through tax surviving. season. It's All almost good. over. Wayne is amazing and addicted Wayne to Wayne is fantastic. Cocoa, Cocoa Melon. Cocoa <laughs> Melon. I'll have to check out Cocoa Melon. Oh, my God. Can. No. I, like, specifically was trying to not let him watch it. But then why? tax season. It? It's like there's all these articles that it's basically like crack for babies. Like it's actually really bad for them. Why? But he watches so little of it. So we're like, it's fine. But now like even the little bit he watches, now he's he asks for it. Like he'll bring the remote over and be like, Coco, Coco. He's talking so much now, actually. This looks like Since a nightmare. we last talked. This looks like it a is. Nightmare. I'm looking <laughs> at Coco is. Melon on YouTube. This looks like like computer Baby generated do, 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 do. oh my god is that what it's from <laughs> i don't know if that's where it's from but they is sing that one it on of their there. songs i don't know they <gasps> sing it on that show though oh it's a lot <laughs> oh boy <laughs> but yeah wayne yeah since we haven't chatted in like two months so like well like on the <laughs> podcast yes but like wayne has blown up like he's actually talking now which is really really cool yes um I've missed a lot of it, but he's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is fine. <laughs> um, yeah. My only updates are accounting and tax and Wayne. And Mark right. is doing well too. <laughs> well, of course he is. He's like, getting just by. Like Greg's fine. Greg's up. He's been up north. I haven't seen him since Thursday. So he's coming home late tonight because he's hanging out with Luke right now. So. They just Did finished. Luke go up for the meeting too? I don't know why. Like, I didn't know he was going. He just went up, I guess. It's uh, kind of nice for them to have that time together. It's really nice for him and his dad to hang out. Even if they argue half the time, it's fine. But um, they don't argue. I'm just joking. They get along much better now. Even though they, they hate to. each other. <laughs> no, they don't hate each other. They get along way better than they used to. That's for sure. Well, that's um, how dads and sons are, I think. And mothers and daughters. Well, it's just 
Luke and Greg are the same person. So yeah, yeah. of course they're gonna fight constantly. Exactly. It's gonna be Wayne and Mark the whole time for sure. <laughs> Probably. Um anyway, yeah, Luke was there yesterday and he's spending the night tonight. He has a project due, even though he's already graduated. It's weird. He has all these weird he's a nuclear physicist, man. They got weird shit going on, okay? I feel like that's basically the same as saying he's like a rocket scientist. Like he basically is. Like he's ridiculously smart. I'm going to see him on Tuesday because he, Greg and I are going to go do a tour. He does these tours of the nuclear power plant there. So yeah. he's, we're going to go and do a tour of the plant and he's going to show us around the nuclear That's facility. So, cool. so it'll be really fun. And I'll look forward to that. I'll have the whole day off to like hang out and do all that. I would so it'll be nice. That's a pretty long tour. I don't know how long it is. I don't think it's a big facility. I think it's like a so cool i honestly don't know where we're going i'll just say that right now i have no idea what's gonna happen i don't even know like if we're gonna put on hazmat suits or what the fuck so that's so crazy you know what i mean like those big i can't wait to get the update oh yeah no for sure anyway on that note on that note let's talk about the body found in a river i've already eric stone street (laughs) (laughs) yeah That's the first thing I, I I turn my TV on. I'm like, oh, Modern Family. <laughs> it's the <laughs> he's the cop. He plays well, the cop. Listen, I never watched Modern Family, but I knew you would say something about it. Anyway, <laughs> I've already told Brittany about how I feel about this episode. I'll save it to the end, but you guys could probably deduce we have the same feeling. how we feel during this episode. <laughs> Regardless, we say we swear we like this show. Every episode, we're like, "Oh, this wasn't a good Listen. one." <laughs> Booth again, stellar in this episode. Stellar. Oh, you said something different than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> oh well, I mean, uh, I can say Mr. that jealous. too. Okay. <laughs> hey. No. Okay. We're going to have a fight. Brandy and I are fighting. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for them to get together one day. It doesn't happen it's just until taking too long. Next Forever. episode. Next episode, we're going to talk about that. Anyway. Okay. 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 You feel like we caught up. We're good. We're going to move yes. forward. Everything's yes, all right. Do we're gonna just let's do it. Home. Let's do it. Let's do it. Focus. Let's start us off, Brennan. You you start us off. Okay. Well, Brennan is supposed to be on vacation. She tells us this numerous times throughout this episode, including right away at the beginning. And her and Booth are walking along. They see this guy who is Eric Stone Street from Modern Family in the river. <laughs> and there's a chest in the river. And inside this chest is a body. And this body appears to be rather bloated and gross looking and i don't know at this point do we know that it has no bones yes <laughs> so it has no bones i didn't want to give it away just in case no what's the boneless bride in the friggin' river <laughs> that's true so this the head is all flat it it's all it's this so funny the way it's all like blah, 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 and it's like it oh. looks like a like a I don't know. We it looks like tapes. a blow-up doll with like stitches on it or something. It's That's really exactly what up. it looks like. It's so messed up. At this time, 
The first time I watched this episode, I was just trying to eat my dinner. I was having some beef bolognese and I had to put my food aside. It's your fault. It was so gross. (laughs) Also, anyway, if Brandon was in a different country on vacation, would she have to fly back for this? I think that Booth is finding every excuse possible to get her away from anyone but him. Okay. So I think this is him being like, oh, well, you're in town. So like, hey, come on, let's go. That was my take. He's sabotaging. Oh, for sure. So that's basically it. That's our intro in that to the case. We have this body. It's super gross. (laughs) Yeah, it's a body that's like all flat has no bones in it looks like a weird rubber blow-up doll and it's in a trunk in the water so like it's a big mystery that's very very strange and then bones really wants brennan really just wants to go back on vacation it's wild regardless we go back to the lab because they have this uh, skin suit here (laughs) and i just want to say right now that i hope this trend doesn't continue with angela the way she's behaving in this episode She's back to season one. She's back to her, ew, gross, that's so gross, ew, 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 kind of like weird, defiant brat behavior. And Cam is just over it. She's just like, okay, telling us that the, well, yeah, (laughs) she wants Angela to try to make a face based on this flattened head or this boneless body and she's refusing to do it she's refusing to even come up with any ideas as to to how to do it she's walking away going like no i'm not getting like she doesn't want to do it and i'm just like take the day off and leave then like no one needs you here you're not helping no brutal she's being completely unproductive all like oh i don't want to do that that's so gross why would i try to make a face from that i can't do that i would have fired her if she if somebody walked in like that and was doing oh yeah she's disrespectful to cam (laughs) although zach don't even get me started on the whole cam situation in this episode it's very very Okay, well, I want to get you started because I want to hear your opinions, but... I have lots of opinions, (laughs) but we have to get more into it because Zach jumps in and he's like, oh, I think I might have an idea as to like how to identify this person, (laughs) but he needs to remove the head from the skin sack, he calls it. Anyway. So gross. But... Okay. Yes. Oh, we ha- can't talk about it. Sorry. It's no, we can talk about it. Tell me. Tell me everything. Well, the thing, I'm not telling the thing you told me that I cut out about Zach. Oh, yes. yes. It's, it's a secret. Nobody can know. <laughs> okay, yes. what happens next? What not happens next? Can you keep it? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so now they're in Brennan's office. Yeah. Cam is there booth is there and they're talking about this case and saying yeah okay they cut the bones out of basically this skin sack this body is there with no bones because someone manually removed every single bone including like all the finger bones and stuff which is insane um and so (laughs) brennan is like okay bye like she's just she starts (laughs) walking away as zach walks in <laughs> poor guy he's or not zach hodgins. hodgins hodgins walks in and he's like 
oh, like, did I offend you? Like, why are you, why are you leaving? I'm telling you stuff about the case. And she's like, well, no bones, no bones. And she, <laughs> I laughed so hard at that, but she had to like, I did. I thought it was so funny, but she's all like, get it. I, like I'm the second bones. It's like <laughs> Brennan, everyone in the room got it the first time. You didn't need to explain it. You know, it's the worst when people explain their jokes, but I just want to say Cam is explaining like how the bones were removed and all this stuff and booth is there he's so grossed out he's like he feels like oh, he's yeah. going oh god he's so disgusted and i think cam is like enjoying grossing him out she's like oh yeah going into detail and he's like <laughs> he would also not be able to handle it if he were eating beef bolognese he would have put <laughs> his food down at this point <laughs> just saying I'm not the only one. Okay. I'll just say before we move on. Yes. The mo the hilarious part to me is when Bo Brennan leaves and Booth's face is like, please don't leave me here with these people. He was oh, like yeah. so freaked out that she was leaving him alone with Zach and Hodges. I and think Cam, his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I feel like maybe I'm reading into it too much because I yes, like have you this, are. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now, you are. I have this whole like thing in my head that he's like super ridiculously jealous of the fact that she is dating. <sighs> no, he doesn't want to be alone with them. That's why. And so to me, it's like, well, why are you leaving? Like my read was like, well, why? Like why are you leaving? Like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, come mm -hmm. back. I love you. Okay. My read was so. <laughs> he doesn't want to be left alone with the squints. You're probably right. <laughs> oh my god! Especially when you see what they try to do next. What do Take they do, away. Kelly? No, oh, no, okay. you talk about it. <laughs> so Zach and Hodgins came up with this idea, which honestly I thought was pretty smart until they started doing it, and then it was not. <laughs> they decided to put a bladder inside this head, mm -hmm. and then they inflated it. I thought for sure this thing was going to explode. I was watching it. I was like, oh, God. It just like kind of, it's like laying there and then it suddenly is upright, but it's just, it's not good. It's just really not good. It just looks it, like a helium balloon, but like a face. Yes. And Cam <laughs> is there watching good. them do this experiment. A woman who didn't want them to conduct experiments ever all of a sudden is there. And she's like all grossed out again, Cam, what? Like she's all grossed yeah. out by this whole thing. And then she tells them they're, and then while they're blowing the head up, Angela walks <laughs> in and she's all, man, this is gross. You guys are perverted, man. <laughs> and then Cam's like, okay, turn it off. That's enough. Like you guys are bone guys, stick to bones. I'm done with like no more of this experimenting. But like, I thought she'd be more mad because they're fucking around with actual evidence like this exactly. is someone's actual face <laughs> it's like somebody's actual head yeah like and yeah the the brains and the bones and like the eyes were all removed but like it was at one point someone's face <laughs> i'm just gonna say this whole episode is full of cut aways to people's expressions and it's like yes it so is. then we have after Cam tells them that they should stick to being bone guys, Hodgins and Zach look at each other like they're, ooh, they're so disappointed because it failed. And like, 
I couldn't tell like what Hodgins was doing like with his face this whole time. <laughs> I don't know, man. And Zach too. He he's either. got he does a lot of like hmm? oh? like <laughs> hmm? like I feel like that's his natural expression though. Yeah, but it was really noticeable how many times they cut away to somebody's face going, ooh, reacting to stuff. Ooh. It's weird. <laughs> there is actually, okay, to be fair, and I I didn't look it up, and I'm very curious who directed this episode. Oh yeah. Because there's actually quite a bit, quite a bit of like I want to say humor, but it's like just silliness. <sighs> it's so silly. There's lots of silliness. So uh what happens next? Bum, bum, ba, ba, da, ba. Oh, is it the intro. intro already? Oh my god. I'm so We're dumb. fast. <laughs> then we have our intro. All right. So do you want to look up the director? Sure. I'd love to talk about Excuse who the director me. is. Let me look it up. Do you want to start us off with what's next? Yeah. Some All of right. Boats. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at a marina. Brennan is meeting up with Sully, who is looking to buy a boat or look, he's looking at this boat. And I just want to mention, I'll just say this one thing this boat is absolutely gorgeous like it's a, a beautiful yacht like he's looking at this oh, gorgeous boat brennan's like what are you doing with this boat are you renting it and he's like i'm thinking about buying it and she's like wow and he's saying how he basically has to sell his soul to buy it because it's so expensive and he's trying to persuade her to spend the night with him on the boat because he wants to christen it or you know that kind of bullshit. and i have to say spending Blech. the night on a <laughs> Okay, Sully aside, because we are going to talk about the Sully situation. I can't handle him. I can't. Don't I'm even eat a bite of my chicken McNugget. Eat your McNugget. Anyway, <laughs> they start making out, and um, I just want to say I love boats. I love sleeping on boats. Sleeping on boats is awesome. Like just being on the water, it's like I have the best night's sleep. It's really, really nice. I don't know about the Sully situation. Anyway, so they're making out and the whole idea is I I guess she's going to spend the night with them on this really gorgeous boat. I don't love maybe, them. I love no. the boat. Maybe she needs a good night's sleep. She like even their chemistry is weird. Like the way they kiss at the Not end even. of the scene. Before she even gets on the boat, she says, you're dirty. And he goes, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she says, no, you got dirt on your face. And I was just like... <laughs> Brennan, like, read the room. Did the makeup crew, like, stick their thumb and, like, went, stamp, <laughs> stamp ink? And it was just like, Meh. Oh, my God. That's what it looked like. It was literally one tiny spot on his face. Um. Okay. Well, we got Me some good news in the mm -hmm. autopsy room. Cam is trying to figure things out, but can't really figure much out at this point. But they did find a bone. Yes. A single bone. A mm -hmm. kneecap, I think. 
right? A yeah. patella? A patella. <laughs> patella. So anyway, Zach is like, you know what? I'm only a bone guy. Before she finally gives him the bone, he's like, I realized you're right. After I try to blow up a face, <laughs> I should only deal in bones. And she's like, okay, <laughs> dummy, here's your bone. That's why I called you. <laughs> Cam is over it. Oh my god, she's like, okay. I don't she's need dealing to with children, you. Brittany. She's <laughs> dealing she with fucking children. It's like a daycare. It is a daycare. She's probably like, shit. I should have stayed in New York. Daycare. <laughs> For sure. Oh my god. Man. Okay. Tell me more about the marina since you are so one with boats. I just want to say. It's your new trip. Sorry. <laughs> Zach is so excited about this patella. She's like, what's so exciting is, oh, you can tell so much from this patella. It's awesome. I asked, how long has she worked with these people? I feel like they're all acting like they just started working together in the workplace comedy. And I'm just like, what is happening with these? The characters are so, this episode, they're so like, ho, ho, ho. Like, they're just doing weird shit that I'm like, they haven't done all season. They're like surprised. That they are acting certain ways. It's like, oh, they're acting like, oh, oh, like, ooh, like crazy. Exactly. Oh, that's nuts. <laughs> like, you guys know each other. Hodgins and Brennan were buried alive. Like, come on, guys. Cam Angela almost and died. Hodgins Cam are almost sleeping died. together. Yeah, they're sleeping together. Oh, yeah. And Cam almost died. Like, come on, guys. Forgot about that. And Zach and almost Booth died. Zach and her were sleeping together. They're Zach is not sleeping like, with anyone. Well, but he almost died too. But I'm just saying, they're acting like they don't <laughs> know each other. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they have all these near-death experiences and like all these bonding moments. <sighs> Seriously. Yeah. Anyway, next scene. Um, I think this is the next morning when they find the patella and then Booth. Yeah. Booth's at the I marina so. and you can hear like Brennan and Sully are basically having sex in the boat because Booth's coming to get her and he's like, yeah. yo, ahoy, captain or whatever. <laughs> he's trying to get onto the boat. <laughs> then uh, fucking Sully pops his head out and he's like, what's going on? And Booth goes, we found a bone. And and Sully goes, yeah, t- tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then Brennan pops her head out of the friggin' cabin and she's like, oh, what's going on? What kind of bone? And she's looking all... <laughs> sheepish and funny and i was just like these people are acting like they don't know each other it's very like gilligan's island kind of humor it's very strange but also booth is acting like he's surprised that brennan is there no it totally you and i have different perspectives on this i guess so i'm so obsessed with booth and brennan hopefully eventually getting together maybe yeah, that like, it clouds my judgment so early it's so early in their relationship but season two i mean come on like probably don't get together till like halfway or something it's till forever it's forever <laughs> if they okay. even get together oh if you don't know sure, if <laughs> mm, i wonder no i find it just the way booth is the, again the reaction shot is like Come on, Booth. Like, you weren't plowing some woman last night that you picked up at your Gambler's Anonymous meeting or something. Like, Maybe not. Maybe he is <laughs> abstinent because he's waiting for the right okay. woman, Kelly. Brittany, there's no way. Not the way he talks to people. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, What's next? Anyway, speaking of uh, abstinence, so this uh, person 
this victim from mm-hmm. their from this kneecap. So now we're back at the Jeffersonian, mm-hmm. and from this kneecap, uh, Zach has determined that this is a person who spent a lot of time on her knees. Booth is all like, okay, so none are prostitute, obviously. Anyway, Brennan is like, why am I here? It doesn't age well. It doesn't age well, people. We know. There's a couple things in this episode, actually. I know. Oh, there's one thing that was really bad. Yes. Oh, like so bad. I was like, "Uh, I think this episode should be canceled, maybe. I think they should just get rid of it. (sighs) Get rid of the episode or get rid of the scene, at least. Anyway, so basically they determined... At the beginning, and I forgot to mention it, when Angela first saw the body, she she thought, based on the hair, she thought that the victim may have been Asian. Mm-hmm. And now, based on the bone that they have, it appears that this person has Falling's disease, which Fong. would... Su- oh, did Fong's I say it wrong? disease. F-O-N-G, Fong. Fong. Falling's disease. Has <laughs> Fong's disease. Fong's disease. Which sounds terrible, by the way. I was reading about it, and I was like, I was so confused, but it sounds like a like a general, all-over, full-body kind of ailment or um, uh, condition that makes your bones deform, and it's, like, really bad. Oh it my God. sounds really painful. What's wild to me, and we're, every episode that we talk about bones, I'm always surprised and amazed. But from this tiny little bone, they figured mm-hmm. out that this is an Asian woman in her yeah. early 20s. Mm-hmm. So based on, and she's from a rural area. So they think a rural area, not from based on the the profile of the bone, they don't think she's from the United States. They think she was born outside of the United States mm-hmm. and raised there. So somehow from just this one little bone, they're able to start... A, uh, like a search with immigration yeah based on the that profile which yeah. is like i know this is our 40th episode but i'm still like amazed it is pretty that this wild is something that can be done but i have to say the class i took today it was all about genetic genealogy oh and it's quite fascinating like how you can drill down and find all these details about people like it's fascinating how much information is available to like find out find people to find things it's quite amazing so they do a little bit of this here um it reminds me of that case that recently happened what was i think it was in illinois there was a murder Mm-hmm. in a sorority house i'm screwing this up so badly but there was the a guy person, the guy who killed that guy the, who yeah killed those, those people right they actually found him because they found dna that matched to his father yeah and then they were able to, to backtrack and i learned today is, that the man's y chromosome is the only chromosome that it never deteriorates like from father to son son to son like it, it goes down the line so you can trace them back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years through the y chromosome and we don't have that women don't have that so That's if a man so cool. has daughters you can't trace his y chromosome through them they only get traced through the son through sons so if you look That's at like cool. greg's family like he's got four brothers and then he has luke I think all of them have boys, so it's like that Y chromosome is very strong in that family. That's wild. Yeah. That's really cool. I always find that so fascinating. Right. But 
I guess at the end of the day, if I were to summarize where we're at in this episode, we found some information. It's nice. (laughs) We know about this woman. (laughs) Well, not totally. We know some things. A little bit. Brennan runs out. She's like, well, see you later. Like, you didn't need me here. Zach can totally handle himself. Yes. I'm going to go back on vacation. And then Zach says, I wrote down in my, because Zach goes, wow, Brennan really likes that boat. (laughs) And I said, yeah, she really likes that dick. Yeah, she does. I mean, boat. (laughs) She likes that bone. You're like that bone. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. So anyway, anyway Bruce just looks beside himself. He's so hard pressed his he's face. So I think upset. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a collage of his facial expressions for this whole episode because they were bright. Like all the facial expressions were crazy. I could do each, each character's facial expressions. And you can, the caption of the thing can be when the girl you're in love with has a boyfriend. I'm never doing that. You do it. You want to do the memes, girl? You go ahead. Kelly is going to murder me by the end of this episode. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help myself. Okay. Let's find out. We have an Angela scene, which I think you need to take away because you you have opinions about Angela. This whole thing makes me so mad. I want to say one thing. Angela has, I think, the nicest office of everybody, even including Brennan. I think Angela's office is nice. It looks very large and like kind of dimly lit and it's sort of like calm and chill vibes. Yeah. Um, What do we got? Booth goes to. It's a nicer setup. Yes. She definitely has more angles and there's more like, it's more relaxed, you know? You're right uh booth goes into angela's office uh she's complaining about how the boys hodgins and zach blew up the victim's head so now now because she saw that she's motivated to try to find this girl oh good she's gonna do her job That's she's nice. gonna do her job now that she's mad <laughs> that they blew up her head like a balloon anyway she wants to talk to booth about how silly wants to get this boat because ultimately who cares what Angela's doing it's all about this conversation they have basically comparing Sully and Booth it's kind of this interesting thing where she says that Booth she says Sully's romantic and then Booth says he's romantic but then like Booth says I'm romantic too and then Angela's like yeah but you're not romantic in the same way you're narrow you're you're narrowly romantic And I just, I went off, like, I wrote so many notes about how I was so mad. I wrote down that I was fucking angry with Angela. I was really irritable today. I think it has to do with the fact that I'm really tired and also probably perimenopausal. Who knows? My hormones are crazy. And I hated Angela so much for saying to Booth that he was narrow. I just felt bad for him because he's being shit on so much. The beginning of this episode starts with another conversation which I didn't even talk about. I totally blew past it of Brennan being like, Oh, you're in therapy. Oh yeah. Therapy. And now we get to this scene. So he's getting from, from Brennan, he's getting like, Oh, you're in therapy. How lame from Angela. He's getting, well, no one will love you because you're not romantic enough. And Sully lives wide and you're a narrow person. Okay. I'm just going to dispel this myth. I'm going to dispel this myth right now. I want to, first of all, say Eddie McClintock, we love you. We do. 
Sully can go to hell and suck a dick. Yeah, because not a fan. <laughs> this guy is not romantic. He's no. aimless. He's aimless. He aimless doesn't. He's selfish. He's selfish. He doesn't know what he wants so to be selfish. when he grows up. He's ridiculous. Booth has traveled all over the world. He has had more life experience. Like his experiences in life may not have been like all romantic, but he's had some very uh, intense life experience, you know, and he's like such a good guy he has I just, a kid with a woman who he's not even with anymore he has There's a, like child. a whole situation There's, there thank you for reminding me i totally forgot he had a kid that's crazy <laughs> but booth is I, rightly insulted and yeah i'm just like totally i just get so mad about it anyway regardless we during this whole conversation about how booth somehow isn't romantic and he doesn't live wide he doesn't Whatever live wide means. like yeah like, uh, this is, reminds me of that conversation remember hodgins was telling angela how she has this incredible life and brennan yes. just does what angela does it's like what are you talking <laughs> and we were like huh <laughs> on what like what what are, how what big <laughs> angela's life is it's like what are you talking about no sully is like an aimless selfish boob Oh, anyway, while while they're talking, finally the ID for this woman shows up. She finds a match, and the uh, identif they identify the victim as Li Ling Fan, who uh, was here or in in DC on a fiance visa, which I didn't know existed. I didn't know that that was even something. Have you that not existed, heard of ninety so... day fiance? Is that what that's okay? It's I based have. on that. Okay, didn't know. We meet this guy. So the next scene, okay, who, if she's on a fiancé visa, who's her fiancé? We're mm. about to meet him. Mm. I immediately get extreme creep vibes from this guy. Mm -hmm. He is obsessed with, he's a white guy, obsessed with Asian culture, mm -hmm. which nothing wrong with that, but just the way that they set it up is like, they want you to think it's creepy. There's a ton of like, artifacts and weapons and stuff all around him he's sitting in kind of like a meditative pose is like barely interacting with booth his booth's trying to ask him questions and basically he yes can i What's say <clears throat> if an yes. fbi agent came into my house would you stand up yes <laughs> i would stand up and i would also be terrified i would be shaking in my boots <laughs> Like, I don't even like driving past a cop. And I'm not <sighs> doing anything wrong. So this guy is, like, awful. And he... It turns out he actually has a criminal record, which I thought was very interesting. So then he starts questioning him a little harder. Because he kind of realizes that he's not getting anywhere. So he starts telling him, okay, yeah. Um, it would be... Uh, it's interesting how... Uh, I discovered that you're a criminal when I did my background check at, during this murder investigation. And suddenly, like, it's like a switch flipped. And he was like, oh, shit. Suddenly, he's a martial artist. And he, like, <laughs> runs away. And he's, like, doing all these flips and shit. And then he jumps down this, like, hose thing. Parkour! And he's on the road. Parkour! <laughs> Parkour! He's definitely doing parkour. Like, Did you ever see intense. that video? <laughs> yes. Parkour. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. They're chasing. <laughs> like, Booth is trying to chase this guy onto the roof, and then the, the guy jumps off, like crouching tiger, hidden dragon. And <laughs> it's like 
did this guy die no he's fine he's on the ground running so anyway he got away obviously <sighs> yeah booth this is like another blow to his ego not only does he he's not, not having wide. a good time with this <laughs> He can't even catch a murder victim. He's not murder of- victim, murder suspect. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I went on a little bit of a tangent, but it's we fine. have a we have a suspect. <laughs> yes, his name is Drew. Yes. Just the name alone. <laughs> Anybody named Drew? Unless you're a fan of our podcast, in which case, uh, we love your name. We love you. We love you, Drew. (laughs) Okay. Back on Sully's unnamed boat. Oh, oh, how interesting that you would say that. Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Brennan and Sully are sitting there talking about sailing together. Who cares? Uh, The whole point is that Booth shows up out of the blue. interrupts their conversation he kind of pops up between them and he goes hi guy like he's like he's like shows up and he's like interrupting them and they're having their time and she's like jesus murphy like what are you doing i love it so much (laughs) so uh he has this notebook full of chinese writing that he got at the suspect's place i called it his dojo because it was kind of like a a martial arts kind of gym facility Totally. And he wants Brennan to help him find someone to translate it. And Brennan is pissed. She tries to put her foot down. And then it was Sully who says, you know what? Like, just help him because yeah. he's just going to keep coming back and interrupting us. So you yeah. may as well just like, let's get this done. Let's rally <laughs> and get this over with, yeah. you know, <clears throat> which I'm here for because, um, as funny as it is to see Booth keep going back to the boat, it was getting a little sad. <laughs> also, does Brennan speak Chinese at this point? I'm thinking to myself, why is he bringing her the ledger? I had no idea. Like, he I was like, this is the FBI. Our... <laughs> I know. There's got to be a Chinese. Well, hey, Agent Zhang. Call up Agent Zhang in Vegas. There we go. You Done. know, you, got, you have people who can do this for you. Like... We don't need to go to the bone lady to no. get a Chinese um oh my God. translation. This, whole, this is He's just, just desperate say, to get her involved. Well, can I just say this is where everything goes off the rails for me in this episode? You know, we have this straightforward ish, you know, we have this woman, they find boneless, oh weird mystery, we have a suspect, and then it just goes for this insane ride that i just i don't know I, you know what they could totally delete this episode and i'd be fine with it yeah it doesn't really develop the characters ah nothing it we need it kind well of, we I guess, need it to, for one thing for, only we'll get there but maybe they just have like a short clip <laughs> or it could be treated like a david situation yes where they just suddenly <laughs> talk about it a season later <laughs> whatever happened to that guy yeah exactly oh yeah now we find out good (laughs) um so i guess somehow brennan gets in touch with this professor chen who she has a relationship with he's a anthropologist who maybe helps out the jeffersonian every so often 
played by Michael Paul Chan, who is, he has been on TV in the entertainment industry since the 70s. He has been oh around. He's been on TV. He's been on tons of police procedurals. He's been in tons of movies. He's like, he is a Hollywood, like, he's done it all. He's had a, an amazing career. He does a great job with this character in this episode. His character is infuriating, but he does a great job. Um, It turns out, I guess not surprising because we knew that Drew was a criminal, but it turns out that this is some sort of ledger for the sale and purchase of weapons, mm -hmm. uh, which is interesting. But he somehow is concluding that even though they confiscated all the weapons from Drew's home... Mm -hmm. they appear to be missing a weapon mm -hmm. i don't know anyway so there's we are brought the attention is brought to something i had no idea that existed which is a a rich not ritual what's the word i'm looking for anyway there, there's something called a minghang which is when a family mm -hmm. buries the an un with an unmarried son buries the bones his bones with a young unmarried woman and the idea is that they're setting them up for marriage in the afterlife listen this ming hun i looked it up it's called a chinese ghost marriage okay and there are so many different kinds like there's all these different rules like so if somebody's not married if they this person's widowed if that one's related like there's a lot of different oh it's very complicated so we're given us very simplified version okay. i think for this for our purposes in this yeah. episode but it's quite it's quite fascinating and it's not as gruesome as it sounds no. i don't think i don't think so i think well they're not people are not cutting bones out of people's bodies Listen, for it <laughs> no plus like you have to you have to suspend your like western ideas about things because i mean i think a lot about it's there's this in tibet they have a place called the charnel ground it's where they take dead bodies like if someone dies they take them to this open area and they let the birds eat the bodies and then buddhist monks sit and meditate while they are in that same charnel ground so they're watching the birds eat the bodies because it's like this constant reminder that uh change is inevitable death is inevitable like it's just yeah. about letting go of that fear of death letting go of like any all those things and just letting being in the moment you know what i mean so it's like it's quite fascinating I loved reading about the charnel wow. grounds, but they have lots of different. I didn't know about that. All over. I mean, you're talking about ancient, ancient cultures here, man. <clears throat> yeah. You know, we have, well, we've got nothing on these people. <laughs> no. It's very interesting. I think the way that, like, we're seeing it from, obviously, like you said, a simplified perspective, but we're also seeing it from a kind of grotesque situation mm -hmm. as part mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. Obviously you don't want murder to be involved in these situations mm -hmm. but here we are so yeah. it, <laughs> it's we're going to talk about this later but remind me because like it's about the 
the other set of bones, I guess, is what I'll say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so basically, they ask him the question. They ask Professor Chen the question, okay, now that you've told us about this ritual, mm-hmm. do you know of anyone that is is doing this right now? Mm-hmm. And he he looks like he probably does but he just doesn't want to divulge that information at the moment so he says like okay like i'll I'll let you know i'll get back to you and that's it at this point um well i think he he just he he's very adamant about the fact that he doesn't think anyone would actually commit murder in order to procure the bones that's he was very clear about that yeah and he's reluctant to sort of be of any assistance because of like the way that booth and sully sully is there by the way which is weird um (laughs) but yeah he's reluctant to help because obviously you know booth and sully are joking around and it's just like nobody gets it right so it's hard to explain to people who aren't part of the culture yeah yeah exactly. exactly so i guess to be continued from what we know from Professor Chen, we'll hear back from him in in, in a minute. <laughs> it's like a newscaster. Um, in the meantime, Booth gives Sully an assignment and mm-hmm. says, okay, I want you to basically try to buy an ancient Chinese weapon. And let's see where that leads us. See if we can mm-hmm. get Drew out from under the shadows. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was actually quite a long scene. <laughs> I feel like we've been breezing through all the other scenes, but there was quite a bit that went on. I guess we talked about the the actual... The Ming Hung, yeah. The Ming Hung. Mm. Some more stuff to learn about that. Do you want to tell me about uh, Booth and Brennan? Yes, Booth and Brennan are driving in their car, putting on the radio. So anyway, we find out that <laughs> through his, you know, through the ID and all the immigration records um, that Lee was uh there to marry drew and she was brought over by a service called the perfect wife so it's a matchmaking service that brings um you know rural chinese girls over to marry these americans yeah and it's a little he, bit it doesn't matter the point is is you know, obviously brennan is incensed by this she thinks it's so antiquated and then Booth starts having this sort of philosophical discussion about the word perfect and how it's a superlative and how basically yeah. it's it's not um it's not an accurate word to use because there's no such thing as perfect or something yeah. like that. Yeah, there's no meaning. Brennan they're bickering in their way. So Brennan talks about perfect numbers. And then Booth says, uh, because she made a statement about perfect numbers, he says, you know, definitive statements, you know, are not, uh, are wrong. Definitive, definitive statements are wrong. And then Brendan throws it back at him and says, well, you just made a definitive statement. Therefore, that's wrong. So it's just they're doing yeah. this weird circular bickering <laughs> that they seem to always do. But it, I don't know. It just goes around a little bit. And then he wants to get back at her for being a smart ass so he tells so he tells her that she comes up in therapy like he talks about her in therapy and her ears perk up she's like oh really what do you say about me and he's like well it's my therapy it's confidential 
So he's just like <laughs> withholding. It's so funny. He smiles so hard after he says <laughs> that. Like he is so happy to be holding this back. I know. And she is not getting it out of him, no matter how hard she tries. So mm. want to meet our matchmaker? Yes. This woman seems like such an innocent, nice matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <laughs> find me a find. Catch oh, me a catch. Catch me a catch. <laughs> You're the singer. <laughs> well, oh my God. Okay, so <sighs> she she goes through her whole process and she's very proud of herself and she really goes above and beyond what is required Anyway, so it turns out Drew Harper and Miss uh, Van were definitely not, or Miss Ling, sorry, mm-hmm. were not a match made in heaven because he provided a fake background check. Oh boy. And <laughs> basically they have 90 days to marry and if they don't, then she's got to go back to her where sh- her country. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, oh, well, if she's not here, then I guess she's back in China. And they're like, no, she dead. <laughs> she she seems so upset about this. Like, she, like starts crying. Brennan tells her that Drew probably did it <laughs> to make her feel really bad. Like she's trying oh to make her feel God. so bad by telling her that this guy did it. She's visibly upset. The matchmaker. She starts crying, and then she gives Booth the background check, and then Booth, because this woman's crying and so upset, Booth's like, "Oh, you're free to go." Like he tells her to leave. Yeah. Good work, it's Booth. Just, yeah, good questioning. <laughs> she starts crying and he tells her to leave. He's like, yeah, I He's can't so deal with this He's so sensitive right now. now, Booth. He's I can't so deal sensitive. with this. He's like, oh, poor woman. <laughs> poor woman. I felt so bad for her. Like, she seems like she genuinely is trying her hardest to really create these, like, perfect matches. <laughs> She's matched over... Did, what'd she say? Didn't she give us a number? Well... Anyway, she's matched a lot. She used 500 marriages. Empirical system or something. And then Brennan talks about how that's impossible. There's like tens yeah. of thousands of, of different points that you'd have to match. And she's like, well, I, I don't match them unless they have at least 200. And yeah. Brennan's like, that's not enough. So I was thinking, <laughs> what would those be? Like their favorite color? Uh, you know, walk? do they like to walk? go for long walks on the beach? On like, the beach. what are you talking about? What are these <laughs> matches they're doing? Are they over six feet when they say they are? (laughs) (laughs) Stuff like that, you know. (laughs) Anyway, oh my God. Okay, so Professor Chen is back much faster than I thought. I just checked if we were recording. I had a little moment there. I thought, could you imagine? (laughs) That would not be good. After two months of hiatus. Okay, hi. Professor Chen is back. Professor Chen is back um anyway sorry so basically professor chen as part of his research has been trying to observe one of these minhung ceremonies firsthand through the groom's family so he is like okay listen up i think this family mentioned that they would pay twenty five thousand dollars for a bride for their son and booth and brennan are like okay First of all, thank you. Second of all, wait, who's going to get paid the 25000 Is it the bride's family, groom's family, whatever? 
So the 25,000 would go to the bride's family is the thinking. And so they're like, okay, this is great. If you can get me close to, because the, the bones are distributed amongst the family members before. I don't know why they do that. But anyway, the bones are distributed amongst the family members before Spend this time happens. together, Brittany. I guess so. <laughs> but like one gets a hip bone, one gets a foot. <laughs> anyway, so that's fine. I'm not knocking it, but that is the process. So he, they're like, okay, if you can get us into the home mm-hmm. of one of these people, then I like then Brennan can take a look, mm-hmm. see if we think that this is the victim mm-hmm. and go from there. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, no problem small catch you're gonna be my girlfriend and booth is gonna be your brother and they're both like okay well because yeah the professor goes you have to pose as my girlfriend and then yeah. Booth starts snickering in the background and then he says yeah but you have to be her brother and then she says yeah right and i was like what does that mean it means that they want to do sexy time oh my god <laughs> And this is the end of the episode because Kelly's sick and tired of dealing with me. She just won't let it go. I won't. Ruth and Brennan forever. Anyway, oh my so God. We... next scene. We're back. Next We're in scene. some old Chinese lady's house. She's serving them all tea. She's speaking Chinese. And do you know how I know she's speaking Chinese, Brittany? The subtitle? Because the subtitle says speaking Chinese. It doesn't tell and me what she's saying. We should put one of those Google translators up to the up to the TV and see what you know she's what? saying. It's not a bad idea. You know, it's annoying. Prime does this all the time because I, I think I watched, there was a show called uh, Fear the Walking Dead or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. And a lot of it is in Spanish, like, you know, because okay. it's set sort of in Southern United States. So there's like a, like a lot of, um, you know, uh, Mexican characters. Anyway... They would speak Spanish and it would say speaking Spanish instead of telling me what the whole conversation was. It drove me nuts. Anyway, this Chinese lady. You were getting a feel for the conversation instead of knowing well, what they're saying. Which is what Booth does here. So we discern yes, from the way that she's talking that she doesn't approve of Professor Chen's girlfriend, who is Brennan in this case. And uh, Professor Chen is so impressed that Booth could deduce that. Like He's like, wow, you really... You really picked up on that. Like, it's amazing. And then the woman he's comes over and starts agent. pinching his cheeks and, like, treating him <laughs> like he's so cute and everything. And anyway, it was really, really funny. Anyway. It's whole, she, yeah, it's hilarious. Um, So the Chinese lady who was serving them drinks, I have no idea what her name is, how she's related to everybody. Because I can't, I don't know. I don't know Chinese. I Me, I don't know Chinese. I'm sorry. <laughs> She leaves the room. So this is their opportunity to search for the bones. So this is when we have this sort of Scooby-Doo situation where she leaves the room. Brennan pops up out of her seat and she starts going through all these little uh, ceramic uh, potted, like these boxes on the woman's mantle. She's not even being quiet. And they're not being, none of them are being quiet because Booth's like, what are you doing? Okay. Why are they acting like they don't know what she's doing? Because obviously that's why they're there. That was the plan the whole time. That's the whole plan. And then Chen's like, stop doing that. It's like, well, how am I supposed to get the fucking bone if I don't look? Anyway, (laughs) she finally finds this huge bone in one of the boxes. It's like a hip bone. Literally. 
And then she pulls it out of the box and then she goes into her bag and she has a whole bunch of bones in her bag and she switches out the bones. So she puts a bone from her bag into the box and then she throws the other bone at Booth to hide in his jacket or something. Anyway, it was like a... It's a shit show. But it was like a cartoon. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like also would this person notice that the bone looks different? Like, does she look at the <laughs> like? It's just a random chimpanzee how, bone. <laughs> how big is this chimp? <laughs> the largest chimp on record. Like, do they have the same <laughs> size hip bones as we do? Like, I don't even think it. It wasn't even the same type of bone. I don't think. Okay, this Was whole it? scene. Let's just. Okay. The scene ends by the woman coming into the room and noticing that Brennan has is not in her seat and she's over by yes. the mantle, and she says something to Brennan in Chinese, and then Brennan looks at her and responds in Chinese. So I was like, oh, okay. So she knew the whole time what was being said. <laughs> and Booth goes, did she just speak Chinese? Like, he's like, what the hell? It's too bad we don't know what she said. This is a workplace comedy at this point. Yeah, it's a little bit of a disaster. But at least Sully's not there. That's all I have to say. God. Okay. Back at the lab. Back at the lab. So we have determined that what they did was basically useless. Well, not totally useless, but mostly useless. Turns out not the bone of the victim. It is the bone of some guy who passed away from cancer. And so they're thinking, oh, maybe this is the groom's bone. So... Now would be an appropriate time for your boyfriend to just randomly show up at work in the lab without a visitor's badge. Like, how did he get in? Do you see my face? Oh, yeah. Kelly is annoyed by this. I'm so mad. Like, if Mark just showed up, Mark and I have been together for 10 years. And these people have been together for like two months. And if Mark just showed up at my work unannounced like that, I would be like, why are you here? investigating a murder where a woman's bones were removed from her body. They're literally in a, she's in a meeting. And he walks in like, hey, "Hey, got a sec? Hey, babe, you uh, got a sec to chat? I don't have a sec. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I don't have time for this. Anyway, so this scene upset me so much. This next scene, he shows up with a set of keys. He's like dangling these keys in front of her. And she's like, okay, like, what the hell is this? I'm just gonna, I just can't. No. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna rush through this. So basically, he's all like, hey, Brennan, I got these (laughs) keys because I, I got the boat. And I don't need you to answer right away, but also I want to know the answer, but like also it's fine. But um, you should take a sabbatical and I've decided that I've created a plan for my life for the next year is going to be me running charters with this new boat that I have in like the Caribbean and it's fine. But I really want you to come with me. And if you don't come with me, then well, I guess we're just over and, but you should take some time to think about it. <laughs> I was like, She's just like, what? (laughs) 
what is happening? Anyway, Can she ends I? up hugging him. They have a little bit of a cute moment, but it's like <sighs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Tell me everything. I just can't. Like when he did this, I was like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, hard no this is literally a life-changing decision that he just made on his own i can't believe this guy like no all he had to do was say he this is what he wanted to do fine but then to pressure her yes it's so much pressure like why can't she just go with him for a couple weeks fly back like meet up with him yeah. like go see him and visit like simmer down it was all or nothing and he's like basically she has money she can fly her. she can fly yeah. there for a weekend oh god I, it's I'm not that need far you to talk about the next scene because it's infuriating anyway <laughs> i was just mad about this guy showing up while she's trying to investigate yeah. a murder and then he's dumping this shit on her like oh i i'm gonna make this huge life-changing thing for myself and i expect you to come with me and it basically you know what i really hated about it was that I just feel like he has no respect for her job and like how she's worked Anna. so hard to like have this career that she loves. She's and literally just, a world-renowned scientist. A, she's a world-renowned scientist and author. She flies yeah. all over the world. Like, why can't she just have a guy that she flies down to the Caribbean yeah. and sees every couple weeks or every like a long weeks. distance boyfriend? No big deal. That's fine. That's perfectly that's, normal. That's all you had to do, man. No. You need to move in with me on a boat. Oh my for, god! And be at trapped. Least a year. Be trapped with him on a fucking boat, <laughs> with him oh breathing god. down your neck the whole time. Like, okay. pay attention to me. How long have they been dating? Listen, this is the other thing. I'm like, guys, <laughs> guys, this is fast. This I is very this fast. This guy is so needy. It's too much. <laughs> I, Brittany, I was incensed. Incense. It's too much. It's like, who the hell do you think you are? Oh my god. Okay. I, so, I'm so frustrated with this guy. Like she we has money. Out... She can fly. Yeah. Okay. There let me talk options. about this next up. I need you to please. I'm gonna eat another chicken nugget to get eat me your chicken it. nuggets. I just want to say I love the. This is why I want to know who the director is because this scene. I was watching it last night with my friend. I was laughing so hard at the way. This scene was directed. I just thought it was interesting. So Zach's in Angela's I, office. Sorry. I have an answer for you on the director, by the way, whatever you're uh, ready. We'll talk about it after. Yes. Zach is in Angela's office saying that the guy whose bone that Brennan stole, what is his name? I don't, I feel bad because I keep talking about him in my notes as the guy with the bone. Anyway, whatever. Um, we don't have his name yet. We don't no. actually know his name, I don't think. So, no, you're right. So he definitely had cancer. And so basically, Zach deduces, and this is where the genetic genealogy came in, or that sort of private investigator stuff, because he was going to identify uh, the person by the last name of the old lady, uh, assuming they were related somehow, because only relatives would have bones of the person yeah. for the ghost marriage. And then they could follow that up with... Um, uh, hospital records of somebody who died of this type of cancer, you know, at the time that they did. So that's how they're going to identify this dude. So he walks out of the room. Then Cam walks in, talks to Angela 
about the weapons that drew uh that were confiscated from drew's dojo and basically none of them match what uh was used to cut the victim open to remove all their skeletal uh, makeup their skeleton but then she finds out through a toxicology scan or something that the victim was actually poisoned which is crazy but kelly what it is so unethical that they're doing testing on this bone when they already know that it's not the victim to me i never thought of that and that's right like i don't know why they're continuing to do testing like not even that it's more like their rationalization for it that's my problem and the fact that they're going to judge people for having this ceremony and for having this ritual and tradition and they're not going to take any responsibility for the fact that they've unlawfully removed this item from somebody's home without their knowledge they still don't know like they have no idea that this bone is missing which is they don't even know that it's related to the victim at this point really yeah Mm. it's just some random dude So anyway, then, sorry. So then Brennan walks in. So Cam walks away. And I just, I might put this on our social media because the way that Cam walked out of the room made me laugh. I watched it four or five times in a row because of the way that she moved her body to leave the room. I just thought, oh, that is hilarious. Like somebody told her to do that. I was just like, wow. It's like, a, it's I like even a notice. workplace comedy. I'm telling you the way they're moving <laughs> around. So then Brennan walks in. So we have Zach came in, left. Cam came in, left. Brenna walks in and she's all stressed out and freaking out because she wants to talk to Angela about running away with Sully. And then Angela stops what she's doing and is insisting that Brennan drop everything and go with Sully. She just keeps interrupting her and is like, go, go, go. I know why it's a dramatic way to do it. But the way that Angela insists that Sully is a quote unquote, great guy. Yeah. bothers me so much also wayne can say that word too angela what go go (laughs) (laughs) anyway angela is talking about how great it would be with a bare-chested man in the caribbean breeze and brennan's kind of laughing and at this point zach walks in and he comes in with the man's identity what is his name did we find it out no Anyway, when Zach says he's got the identity, uh, Angela turns to Brennan again and insists that she go. And then there's another reaction shot from Zach. Zach walks in. He makes a face like he doesn't know what they're talking about. He just makes his face like, huh? Huh? Anyway, I'm going to do a video. I'm sorry. Is this girl chat time? I'm going to do a video of everyone's face in this friggin' episode. The victim is William Chang. Thank you. Single. Age 27. Died two years ago of prostate cancer. What a tragedy. Great nephew of Mei Zhang. Mei Zhang. What a tragedy. Also 27 years old. That's so sad. So sad. So sad. Far too young. Okay, are you done your McNuggets? I am. You can talk about this next scene? (laughs) I guess so. Do it. (laughs) Professor Chen seems to regret helping them. He's actually pretty upset about it because he thinks that his study is now ruined, which took him, he was talking, telling us way back when it took him like two months to get into this 
to get be able to observe this ceremony. And Brennan's trying to comfort him to say, like, don't worry, everything's fine. And he basically is like, you're not who you used to be. You used to care about things bigger than this. Suck it, see you. <laughs> well, this and is at the off. FBI. Like, he's in- not happy. Well, this is yeah. happening. Like Booth is interviewing the parents of William Chang Chang Chan. Anyway, they're interview. He's trying to get information from the parents. Uh, Chang. while William Chang. Okay, and Chen and Brennan are observing this interview, and the parents aren't saying anything. They're just so obviously like devastated that they've been caught, and obviously it's illegal, and they're terrified. Uh, they're at the fucking FBI for God's sake. And then Booth tries to use that rationalization, like, don't you want to help find out who murdered this girl? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, okay, but it's not like they're already in quote unquote trouble because of all the issues, right? Because they look distraught and like it's terrified. So terrifying. They're saying literally, like literally, they're not saying a single word. Like even when they th- when he threatens them, he's they still don't say anything. It's really upsetting. And yeah. then on top of that, then he mm. tells them, okay, well, if you're going to screw around and not tell me anything, then I guess I'm going to get the body exhumed. Yes. So, like, the amount of trauma this family must be going through, and they're trying to just have this ceremony mm-hmm. for their very young son who passed mm. away way too soon. Yeah. It's actually quite sad, unless they're involved in the murder, in which case, screw them. But if they're not, we feel bad for them. But you know what? You should find out the origin of your bones. If you're going to spend 25000 bucks, you should find out where those yeah, bones really are coming should. from. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good idea. Especially, are they human? Like, if there's a chimpanzee bone in there, maybe that's exactly. a problem. <laughs> exactly. Well, it turns out when they exhume the body... um. Uh, there is no body there they don't even have to dig down further than like two feet and there is just this insane amount of cash that flies out of the coffin yeah it's all fake but it's still it's like yeah like a crazy amount of money um Mm. yeah there is no body there it was definitely removed and replaced with this fake money which is wild and insane and like is this a twist is this a twist and a turn do we expect there to be a body i don't i don't think so well not if the bones are everywhere but they just want to find out like and it's a pine box it's all very like not above board anyway while this exhumation's happening booth and brennan are talking about the fact that sully bought this boat and booth is making jokes about oh great now he's gonna get shipwrecked he's basically making like um castaway jokes yeah and then brennan tells him that sully's leaving he's gonna sail away so then booth changes his tone and he's like oh yeah i'm really sorry like i you guys were having a good time and it's unfortunate and she's like yeah but he wants me to go with them and he's like oh, oh wow well you should you should definitely go and she's like really and i just want to say right he does here, not mean that no <laughs> yes i think okay you and i have <laughs> i have a lot to say about this because i think booth is a good friend he is and that is somebody who really loves you who says yeah. What's he going to do? Argue with her? Tell her not to go? Of course not. Booth is a stand-up person. He is the one who's the great guy. He's the one who's like, who's going to 
do the right thing. He's always going to do yeah. the right thing. And of course, he he's wants never the best gonna, for her. He wants her to be happy. Yeah. And that's what that tells me. Not that he's like, oh, like, it's just about how. No, he swallowed his pride. Yeah. And I think he would be very sad to see her go like that. And I have to say, um, when he says that one line, he says, you know, you should live wide because what we do I is know. pretty narrow. And I thought that was a really incisive, like, insightful way of Booth to interpret what Angela said. I thought that was I thought really so too. Intelli- emotionally intelligent of Booth to do that. This whole therapy behind the scenes like the way that they're developing his character, it's clear that he has been in therapy and Booth he's is the best. Booth he's awesome. The best. He Booth carries this episode because the best. Ugh, Sally, he is the best. And I was gonna, I was singing that I'm in the shallow. They're talking about the shallow grave. How's that yeah. song go? How's that song go? Um like, they say they've sang it so many times on American Idol. I'm in the shallowness now. Something like that. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yes. So many people have covered that on American Idol and like all those singing shows. Anyway. That's never too as much. good as, as the Gaga. I go Gaga for Gaga. Anyway. Okay. Actually, what happens? Back at the lab. Tired. Back at the lab. So, so they figure out, they, they confirm that there was a body, in fact, in that coffin mm-hmm. at one point. Um... And like you said, it, it's it was not above board. <laughs> so basically, they're able to figure out a couple of details, which is helpful. They are able to figure out that, and I don't even know what month it is right now, but that's they Hodgins figures out that even though the body was buried three years ago in January, it would have been dug up sometime in July or August of this past year. Who knows what time of year it is right now? I'm I have no idea. Is that what he said? Yeah. Because he has this, oh, this I common he green said, bottle fly. I thought he said that the coffin was, the body was removed from the coffin six or eight months after his burial. No, I think and it I was, was like, 60, yeah. That is full of skin. Yeah, no. So basically, <laughs> he was buried, that's how I interpreted it at least, that he was buried three years ago. Anyway. Anyway. So basically, he was dug up last summer, distributed out to his family, and he would have decomposed pretty quickly because he was buried in a pine box. Mm -hmm. Like like you said, it wasn't above board. Like, this is not done properly. He was only buried two feet below the surface. Yeah. Anyway, so they're basically saying that the mortuary really dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. So this is now an avenue for them to look into because could the mortuary be involved in this mystery of what happened selling bones yeah exactly fan and sure enough we talked to nelson i believe his name is who is also the guy from the movie ted who is going to cook a duck next door and he gets really upset because they're being too loud I don't know over. this guy. I saw he had a, quite a great career, but this guy who plays the father is played by James Hong, who has been in every movie known to man since like yeah. forever. Plus, I oh, found he's out super famous. 
Well, I found out that these two guys, these two actors that are sitting next to each other in this episode are in another movie together this year. They're in a movie together called uh, American Born Chinese that's coming out. Really? Yeah, isn't that wild? Well, that's kind of cool. And I was like, I wondered if they'd, they'd been in movies or shows together previous to the movie, but I couldn't find anything. I might yeah. be proven wrong, but I thought that was really wild that they were going to be together yeah. again. <laughs> I wonder if they stayed in touch, if it's like, a, oh, hey, how's it Honey, going? Honey, I bet you that the Chinese community in Hollywood is very tight. I bet you oh, they're probably. super tight. That would be, I, would not, I feel like I've heard of this movie. Now I want to watch. I want to. I want it's like a, like not Marvel-y, but kind of superhero American-born. It looks really fun. Looks really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to watch the trailer after we're done recording tonight. So basically, they have this conversation with them. They're kind of prying to figure out, like, first of all, they're accusing them of not burying this guy properly. Right. And then on top of that, they're trying to get an idea of whether they know anything about this Ming Hung reburial ceremony. Right. And the grandson is like tight lipped, is like, don't say anything, whatever. And the grandfather is like, okay, listen, if I can get the Changs to admit to paying the money and I can get like a bunch of stuff answered for you will you let the ceremony proceed and the grandson is like yo why are you talking like (laughs) hello stop so (laughs) basically can i just they just want to make sure that it's not the they just want to make sure that the bride is not the murdered woman basically so that the ceremony can go on right because they don't want to be involved with the murder right here's my thing if somebody wants to take my bones and spread them around and marry me in a ghost marriage when I I'm dead go ahead seriously we we have it on record now like who cares are you this is a deep conversation we don't have to have right now but (laughs) would you rather be cremated or buried the only reason i, I want i don't be, know i always thought i wanted to be cremated and kind of like because they have these things you can buy in europe where you can buy a, a tree and have your ashes in the pot with the tree and then you plant the tree oh that's really cool <laughs> as long as they do everything they can with my body before they burn it like take the organs, research, do all the cutting up and figure things out. Cause I'm going to be an incredible specimen. I'm just going to say that right now. Yes. My body is going to be pristine. They're going to want to look, they're going to want to look at it. Okay. Okay. Like on the inside it's on record, on the inside, outside, on not so much, but inside they're going to want to look. Okay. <laughs> and for this reason, burial is the option. Well, no, they can do whatever they want and then burn burn me. Okay, okay, okay. Feel me? Yes. What about you? You don't know? I don't know. Mm. I honestly have no idea. Yeah. I feel like I like the idea that I don't I like I don't like well, first of all, death is like not a great concept in general. But then I don't know what is obviously in theory you won't know what's happening to you after. It doesn't matter. I don't know if it matters. Once you're dead, you're dead, man. There's no, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. Nothing matters. You don't have to go to work no. anymore. You don't have to do the True. dishes. You no don't have to fold in. laundry. You don't have to vacuum anything. <laughs> That's true. Death is but then great. <laughs> I mean, it sounds scary, but it's okay. only scary. It's only scary. I'm I'm getting better at accepting that that part of life. Of like, life. Understanding like it doesn't matter. Like when I'm gone, I'm gone. There's nothing I can do. I have no control. Yeah. It doesn't matter if there is even an afterlife. Because I yeah. don't know. I won't know. Yeah, that's true. So that's a good way to put it. The point is like live in the moment, be here now, appreciate everything you have, gratitude, blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah, which is important. That's the best way to live. Mm. Live every day like there is no tomorrow. So this scene is trippy to me. <laughs> this next scene. I agree. Is they show up. There's this. They're doing the ceremony. They show up. They just want to take a look inside the casket. Um, immediately, Brennan is like, yep, okay. That's definitely the bones of the victim. And then suddenly they're in this dark space with two caskets alone. Everyone is dis- like Everyone just disappears. I think there's just one casket. There's lights hanging from the tree. They had a full-on band. They had like a whole bunch of people there. I'm like, who is in charge of this graveyard where they <laughs> let these people do this? It's very weird. And then as Booth and Brennan kind of weasel, they're oh, the only two white people show up and the, crash the party <laughs> and everyone just disappears. They just kind of like disappear. Like literally gone. Like ninjas. <laughs> literally literally like ninjas it's wild <laughs> like suddenly just completely gone and they're just standing there like uh, oh i guess we broke up the party yeah oops hmm. so anyway so this is unsettling and awful that it turns out that these that the sets of remains belong to the one of the sets of remains belongs to our murder victim angela is having her own little side conversation with herself. They're back on the, the back, back at the lab on the platform. The two bodies are laid out side by side with the bones. The chimpanzee bone is gone. They've put the actual bone in, which is great. Well, they're just skeletons, um, right? They just laid up the skeletons. Yeah, skeletons. Yeah. I yeah. shouldn't say the bodies, the skeletons. <laughs> um, they put the skin back on. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> so basically, Angela's having this like side conversation with herself, being like, you know, they would have gone really, really well together. They would have been a perfect match in real life. They're the same level of hotness. I'm like, what is like? No, Cam is having none of it. She's all. She's like, they're skeletons. You're insane. And Angela is deciding that she's not going to do her job and she's just going to go and draw them a wedding picture. (laughs) And so she just leaves. And then we're not going to talk about the thing that she said to Zach because it is super inappropriate. We don't need to talk about it. She says something really shitty to Zach because she basically accuses Cam and Zach of not having an imagination and not being whimsical. Yeah. And uh, she calls it like it's it's like a shortcoming or something regardless. So she makes some snide comments about Zach having this particular shortcoming and it's awful. So next we have, oh, this is so funny. 
<laughs> it's nighttime and Booth and Brennan are in the car. They're watching Sully, who's in an alleyway waiting for Drew to meet up with him to buy his weapon. He made arrangements to buy the double-edged sword from him. And who cares? Booth and Brennan are talking in the car. And Booth tells Brennan that Sully is a good guy. And Brennan thinks Booth's being condescending. Mm-hmm. And then Booth says some, anyway, she says, anyway, she says that she's a good judge of character. And then he starts rhyming off all <laughs> the guys she's dated. And I think I, I tried to dick put on my recorder on my computer to record what he said. Cause it was so funny, but he said something like, I have it. If you want me to read it out. Oh, yes, please do, because it's so so funny. (laughs) He's like, oh, the physicist who couldn't tie his shoes. The former professor who was jealous of your own success. My favorite character, (laughs) Michael Stiers. He asks if he should stop, and she says yes, but he keeps going. Yes. And then she says, hashtag, where's David? The guy you found on the internet and ended up being some kind of recruiter for a cult. Oh my god. This is like the first time we've heard about David for We so had no idea long. what happened to him. Now we know. And finally, the guy who cut off his own brother's head because he thought he was possessed by a witch. Jesus I forgot Murphy. about that completely. I know the headless witch in the woods. Oh what my god. About, what about Which Jess? is the same director, by the way? Oh, he directed the headless witch in the woods the titan on the track the boneless bride in the river so that's this one and then he directed season two episode 21 stargazer in a puddle and he is tony warmby so he also did work on the x-files and stuff as well is he still alive he was born in 1940, November 1st, 1940, but it, it doesn't say a date of death, so I think he is still alive. Okay, I'm just going to say this. I'm sorry, Tony, but these episodes... <laughs> I'm is not, that why you asked if he's still alive? I'm not into them, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll take Witch that back. In the Woods, I was not a fan of. It's not even the director's fault. It's the writing all the way. Yeah. The writing in this one is so suspect. It's like... It's like there was like a, everybody took the day off or something. It's messed up. (laughs) And the acting also, like, it's just like they forgot what they were doing kind of. Anyway, but you mentioned, we mentioned the Headless Witch in the Woods. So I thought I would mention that it's the same director. Good. Makes sense. Makes sense. Kind of makes sense. (laughs) Definitely makes sense. Same guy. Okay. So what happens next? I'm trying. Okay. Sorry. Switching back to my notes. It's okay. Drew shows up. Yes. Okay. Drew shows up and oh my God. Of course he ends up getting away with his ninja moves mm-hmm. because parkour, 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 <laughs> parkour, parkour. So anyway, um, Sully, Sully, Sully gets like thrown on the ground and it's just not a good situation for him but somehow booth ends up going one way and then sully and brennan go the other way together mm-hmm. but booth saves the day all is good he mm-hmm. basically lays the smack down i thought that drew died for a minute 
Because he like, falls from a how building? How is it possible? He's still alive. <laughs> he fell so far onto a skid. And in the shot, you can see there's there's nails sticking up out of the wood. I'm like, did he oh, not I did get not any notice that. puncture wounds from this fall? Like, how is he still alive? Not good. Not a good situation. <laughs> um, Yeah. Anyway, that's that scene. This guy, basically, they, they for some reason at this point... They try to ask him, is this is when, this is why, when they ask him why, he basically is like, I didn't, I didn't kill her. Yeah. I didn't kill her. And they're like, okay, well, that's fine. Um, that's fine. Did you sell her bones for $25,000 though? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it turns out this guy had no interest in this woman whatsoever because she was too slow for him. Because I love he changed he his whole demeanor like he went from being like zen asian guy to like just a regular american dude like he yeah was, he was really funny he was like yeah she's not active she's really slow like an old lady yeah like because she lady. has fong's disease you jackass yeah. <laughs> give her a break god Anyway, all this to say that Booth probably should have kept that nice, perfect wife agency lady in the room because it turns out. Yes. yes. Just well, that, it turns out. No, no, you go. Well, just that Drew tells them that he didn't lose any money. He paid yeah. 25000 to get her, but then he there's a money back guarantee. He returned the bride. He got his money back. <laughs> it sounds like a doll. Jesus. <laughs> returned the bride, got my 25 Gs back. Is they were saying to him, okay, you had to pay twenty five thousand. Then you had to pay for a round trip ticket, which is probably like eight thousand dollars. And he's like, yeah, no, I didn't pay for a single penny of that. That was all the agency that paid. Hmm. Um, yeah, not great. So that lady was a fantastic actress. I fell for it. I thought for sure. I agree for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Where are we at? I got all... We're at the FBI uh, interrogation room. Uh, basically, we're finding out is the tail end of the episode. So Booth yep. is basically telling the woman, the matchmaker, that they found, you know, not only did they find all these things, but they found the poison that the woman died of in her refrigerator. So she's not the smartest criminal. So no. Brennan and Sully are in the uh, room next to the interrogation room observing. Sully... Once we find these details out, Sully goes over and turns the mic off so that he can talk to Brennan about this whole her running away with him uh, situation. Yeah. I just want to say, I don't want to get into this shit because at the end of the day, spoiler alert, she turns him down. Yeah, that was, we could see that from a mile away. Everyone told her to go. She doesn't want to go. And Brennan is right to stay. Yes, 100%. She's built her whole life here. He says to her, he has the gall, the gumption to say to her, what's holding her here? I'm like, her fucking career, you idiot. Literally her career. He accused her at the beginning of this conversation. Or uh -huh. not her, but accused Booth. She was like, oh, I'm sure. He was like, oh, Booth is holding you back. Like Booth is trying to convince no, you. No, he not told go. her to go. Yeah, that's what she was like. No, actually, he said I should go. And he's like, oh. Because I think that he thinks like he's getting a vibe that Booth is into her. It's 
They have a strong bond. It would be hard to penetrate because they have gone through a lot together. Obviously, they're very close friends. Penetrate. <sighs> Brittany? <laughs> Kelly's done with me. <laughs> anyway, at the end of the day, they basically break up. And like... Yeah. As they he leaves... They make out a little. They make out, obviously. As he leaves... Booth is like a cartoon <laughs> character who puts handcuffs on the matchmaker and he's like waving at Brennan, smiling, like, I got her. Like, like and she thumbs up. And she's like, good job. Anyway, it was just like, it was, it was a good comedic oh my God. moment because God. Sully is like so surprised and he's upset too much, Brittany. That he, he's too much. It's too much. Like, also, who makes if you really want if he really wanted her to come he would have involved her in the decision making process instead of being like i bought a boat for more than i could afford and now i'm going on a trip and you need to come with me it's a like, little no. presumptuous man yeah not great so basically um brennan is upset clearly she's so we were she was at the fbi i think because yes. that's where the interrogation was happening then she comes back to the jeffersonian and she goes up on the platform and looks at the skeletons of these two people that are laid out side by side and she's getting all teary because angela had painted this wedding photo of them in like the traditional like the woman is wearing the traditional like red dress the the painting is beautiful First of all, you know what I'm going to do with that, right? But not necessary. I hope that you put their faces, smiling faces on it. I'm going to oh have my, my 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 sketch. I yes, always use. please. I love it. <laughs> you can add two faces this time. Exactly. They're smiling because they're happy. That's how I drew them. <laughs> I thought the woman looked like Angela. Like if you look at it yeah. really closely and you compare the two, they have similar faces. Look. Yeah, she totally did. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, we're ready to end this episode. All right. The next day, get rid of Sully. The next day, we're back at the marina. We're look at the boat. It's all romantic looking. Sully's pulling out of the harbor. He's driving his boat away. Brennan's standing on the dock. She's waving goodbye, waving goodbye. So Ooh, awkwardly. So sad. And then it is revealed to us. <laughs> The most maddening, the most ridiculous, the most stupid thing on the planet. The name, he has painted the name of the boat on the back, and it is called... Brittany, what is it called? Temperance. Oh, my God! He's like her stalker. Like, they wouldn't together for that long. He's going to that so hard. He probably like, does he does. ever come back? He does. But, like... As a guest character at the very, like in season 12, it's more of like a, oh, is he a fan favorite nostalgic. situation? Okay. Yeah. So, spoiler wow. alert. Wow. This is not a Where's David situation. Wow. Yeah. No, hashtag, well, hashtag so long, Sully. That's what I'm going to write it, down. See ya. <laughs> see ya, Sully. Yeah. So long, Sully. Yeah. Anyway, who's well, there? behind brennan on the dock obviously booth 
And Booth, like, basically saying exactly what we just said. Like, okay, bye, bye. Like, get out of here. <laughs> she says, what are you doing here? And he goes, uh, waving goodbye, see? See? <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> and then he throws his arms around her and yeah. is like, want to go for breakfast? Let's go for breakfast. And she like kind of pretends that she doesn't like it, but she's like kind of leaning into him. She with... loves it's cute. it. She loves it. And Booth is a good friend because he showed up for her because he knew it was going to yeah. be hard for her to do that. And he's like, I don't want to leave her alone. And like, <laughs> poor but honey also, bunny. If Sully turns around at this moment, I know. <laughs> He's really this, regretting the again, choice of the name. No one is acting like themselves. <laughs> Booth would never put his arms around Brennan no. like that and be all chummy. That's weird. Especially not in front of Sully that way. It but just makes Sully's it look like... Sully's in the bay. Who gives a shit? But I'm just saying, Brent, Booth would never like, hey, pal of mine. Like, he just doesn't do that with her. No, he doesn't. <laughs> anyway, everything's fine. But I thought there's... <laughs> again, I'm always reading into things uh-huh and you know i'm reading into things but there's a the last line that he says is he says give it time bones okay give it time everything happens eventually yeah this everything. is a very telling thing that he says to her and she says everything and he goes yep everything and i was like this is Just like gotta the line be ready well, this is like the line that she said to angela at the end of skull in the desert where she said you know everything happens again you know what i mean like yeah. you'll have another chance you know like that kind of yeah. idea so all right that's the end of our episode what'd you think i think i know we know what we think but you know <laughs> honestly now that we've talked about it i think i like it better than before no i it's still called don't love it stockholm syndrome and also <laughs> i've watched it so many times oh my god and also i think it's better that it's kind of better when the really bad episodes, like when we can talk about the bad ones, it's kind yeah. of makes it more fun, you know? Definitely. These are the kinds of episodes that we have to talk about. To well, get I enjoyed them. talking to you about it more than I enjoyed watching it, you know? Same. Definitely. Same. Mm -hmm. Also mm -hmm. nice to be recording again. Finally. Yes. Finally. Yes. Talk season is insane. So we specifically, for those listening, we have a, done this in two months i think i mentioned this already yeah because we specifically planned with my job it gets crazy busy for the march and april so we specifically planned to not be recording and we had a bunch of episodes in the can is that mm. what it's called in the can yeah you're such a professional now but now we are ready rolling rolling back rolling 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 rolling, <laughs> rolling ride uh yeah i enjoyed talking to you about this i hated the episode i thought it was i think you could delete this one and the only reason yeah. we needed it is so that she could finally break up with sully yeah that was a three episode arc three episodes maybe maybe four, four. but it was just dragged out too long i love the actor i think the actor is fantastic Eddie's but great. i think the character was way too boring and i think it was i think it was a necessary evil because it was kind of meant to start pointing out these like 
jealous tendencies of Booth. I, I think. think it's just a difference between Booth and Sully. Like I've talked about it before. Yeah. Sully didn't really challenge her that much. The only no. thing he challenged her on was because he had no fucking respect for her job and he constantly yeah. like would make comments about how she was an idiot for having a career. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Regardless. But he just had no um he just accepted everything she said and did, whereas Booth questions everything and challenges her constantly. Yeah, so exactly. It's a different dynamic altogether. Yeah, she, it'll be interesting to see where she it goes. wasn't in love with him. My friend Denise, she's no. like, she doesn't love him. She's like, she doesn't love him. And I, I agree. Like, You're right. But he he dropped the L bomb. He said that like, he was after in love one with her. month. After a yeah. month, he was being really intense. Remember, it was a couple episodes ago. He's like, I know what it feels like when I think about your touch. And he's like yeah. being really intense with her and just like, it's Jesus too Murphy. much. Go yeah. away. Like, it's nice for someone to show interest, but it's like, there's a fine line. <laughs> well, I mean, it is 2023. I mean, people barely even talk anymore, but it's just true. <laughs> it just gets to the point where he's a bit clingy he's so clingy and needy. very clingy yeah Ugh. sorry eddie <laughs> sorry your character was not enjoyable for us i guess if anyone did enjoy him as a character you yeah should send i want us a message know. on instagram I, I would like to know by email? just anything email instagram whatever just i want to know if anyone likes sully <laughs> i'm very curious we should put a poll out on that note, thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of Squintcast. We nailed it! <laughs> We're out of practice and we still did great. <laughs> See you next time. Bye! Bye! Thank you for listening to Squintcast with me, Kelly Booth, and my and your new friend, Brittany Elsner. The Bones theme is performed by The Crystal Method, they can be found on Instagram and YouTube at The Crystal Method and at thecrystalmethod.com. Intro and outro music is by Twisterium at Pixabay. Cover art was done by Irena Dolenz Stajan. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Squintcast. Email us at squintcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at fab underscore empire underscore on Instagram and TikTok. Brittany is at Brittany81523 on Instagram. See you next time. <laughs>